Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. And welcome back to Ladies Who Law School podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Sam. Welcome to season four. This is the long awaited bar journal episode where we recorded throughout our summer for studying for the bar. First off, disclaimer there are a lot of likes and ums in this recording, but know that it's totally candid and that you're hearing us raw, real, and in real time. So enjoy. Hey guys, so it's Saturday, May 21st, 2022. We have just finished our first week of bar studies. And like we said, we would keep you updated on our journey, as they say. And yeah, so let's get started. Yeah, so let's talk about how we are feeling after our first week. So I would say at the beginning of the week, I was a little overwhelmed because I felt like, am I supposed to be knowing like all this right now by memorization? <laughs> like how much am I supposed to be retaining right now? Because, you know, on our Barbary, they're like, sometimes they're like, you don't need to necessarily memorize this. And then I get mixed, mixed, you know, um, signals on what I'm supposed to do. But um, I think after talking to Haley and recognizing that, no, I don't need to have everything memorized, just be able to, you know, recognize it and recall it somewhat right now. Um, and repeated exposure will help. So that's, that's how I've been feeling a little bit better. Yeah, no, repeated exposure. I love that. It's definitely the most important thing right now. Um, you know, We've basically gone through one and a half subjects. Samantha is a little bit ahead of me. Um, I think at the beginning of the week, I was feeling a little like uh, lethargic, maybe. Like, oh, I don't really want to do this, you know. And then um, yesterday, I had to like write something out for uh, Johanna. And I was like, wait, what the hell? Like, yes, I'm committed. Like, yes, I want to do this. You know, I want to work for this. So it's just all about that mindset again. Like I genuinely just was like, God, this sucks, you know? So shifting that, trying to get my butt in gear, um, just amping up, working towards it, trying to stay on top of things. Um, it's a lot. I kind of don't know what day it is. Yeah. Uh, John asked me yesterday, well, no, I mentioned something and like, oh, it's Friday. And he goes, 
wait, like his, his face was so shocked, like genuinely the most shocked I've ever seen him in his life, bewildered. And his eyes were just huge. And he was just like, wait, what? And I'm like, I'm not kidding. And we're like, Alexa, what day is it? She's like, it's Friday, May 20th. And he's like, oh my gosh, like the days are blending together. Yeah. Time flies. So what, um, has surprised you most so far in bar studies? Um, I know for me, it's definitely the time tracking, like you can use Barbary, but there's a lot of time out spent outside of Barbary in tracking your time. And I feel like that just makes me feel better to know that I'm doing it and just kind of holds me accountable. Um, so just adjusting to that has been something that's really surprised me. I, I didn't really know how I was going to like rise that occasion, but that's kind of what I've been doing. I think what has surprised me most was, um, so I'm really scared of essay questions, I think. Mm -hmm. And like, I remember in law school when we had bar studies, like I would wait till the last minute to do them because I literally hated them. Um, but this time around when we did them, I like looked forward to it because I felt like it was easier than some of the MBE questions we were answering. (laughs) So that like felt good. And like, I got it like, right. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. Maybe I'm not that, you know, incompetent. But um, yeah, so I felt better about that. Now I understand why they throw you in the deep end and make you take an essay your first like two days of bar prep, you know, even though you feel you know nothing. You do. Yeah. And same with the MPT. Like, obviously we took that class at school, but it's not the same information that we got at school as we get and they make you watch this long video and um, yeah, essays as well. You're just like learning a lot of information. Oh, it's a lot. That's all I can say. I mean, it's the first weekend and it's just a lot. And it also like, I just want to say again, like it's de- like, I want to validate the feeling of overwhelmingness. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for me, like I was telling Haley, I was like, I feel like the days there's not enough, you know, like it's coming so quickly, but yeah. it's not, you know, like it, it, it is, but it's not. No, I, I totally agree. Okay. So what aspects are you most grateful for today, this week, since we've started, you know, what's something that you are impressed by by yourself something that you are grateful for i would say that i'm most grateful for my motivation yeah <laughs> um i think at Good the one. you know tail end of 3l year back in the day um even that feels like forever ago yeah but um you know i was really unmotivated in school like literally the past semester you know um and i actually feel like I'm not dreading necessarily studying. Like I just know it has to be done because it's like, this is what I have to do to do the last, like get the last thing I, you know, to be an attorney. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it's just the stakes, high stakes is motivating me, but I'm happy that I'm, you know, at least to this week motivated. You're grateful for your motivation and, and your strong perseverance. I think that's a great one. I would say that I am most grateful for showing up this week. I think it was hard. I really am like slowly picking up to get into this groove. And 
um, I'm kind of like happy the first week's over. Like, okay, yay, we did that one. Now to the next one, you know, one week at a time, one day at a time. So I am most grateful that I'm here, that I have you as a great friend and ally in this process. And, you know, just if you could see my hands are spinning because it's just like the wheels are turning, you know? So what is your goal going forward? I think my goal going forward is, well, I guess in bar studies wise, it's mm-hmm. going to be to at least do, you know, one, one essay per subject a week or more. If I can, mm-hmm. I just have to, cause that's like the one thing I don't feel, even though I'm fine at essay writing, it's just like, I don't know. I feel self-conscious about it. Um, I'm always afraid that that's like where I'm going to miss the, you know, what if I forget the entire rule, you know, like yeah. then I'm really freaked on that answer. Yeah. Um, with the MBE, you know, there's four, I can figure it out. I feel like. Yeah. So that's where I like, um, I'm a little anxious. I'm going to really start focusing like on focusing that. on essays because I feel f- not fine with the MBE, but like, I think I can figure it out. Um, and then personal wise, I think it's to take a little bit more time for myself. Yeah. And take some breaks because your girl um, is only supposed to be doing like five hours of Barbary. And I did like nine and a half yesterday because I'm psycho. And I just, just cause, and I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. I'm like bored. I also got rid of Netflix and Hulu. And now I'm like, "Hmm, maybe I should be watching the Kardashians (laughs) because I'm like, right. I'm like, gosh, I have nothing. Like I've been watching the Johnny Depp trial, but like that's not on on Fridays apparently. And like, they don't start till Monday. Um, mind you, this is like what day 19. So like when you're oh, this, trial, yeah, yeah, who knows what the outcome is. We'll know by the time this is live. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Hopefully. So that's my personal stuff. Cool. Essays and taking some breaks. I love that. I love both of those. I think approaching your fear and anxiety about certain parts of the exam head on is a great way to be. I'm not surprised that's the kind of person you are. Also, I applaud you for recognizing, yes, there's a little bit more time than you thought. And, you know, there's a happy medium. There's got to be a little bit of time. And unfortunately, Samantha's ankle is hurt, so she can't really work out. So I think this has really put you in a position where you're like, okay, what do I do with all this energy that I have and all this excitement that I have, right? Uh, Okay, so my personal goal going forward is to uh, be more diligent when it comes to, this is going to be funny, and I'm just kind of in this like weird place because I feel like I work naturally really better at night, but also I don't really know if that's just my caffeine intake, right? That says that to me, right? Um, I kind of really want to, I'm like hesitant to say that because it's just like, I don't really know, but I want to get on a better schedule. I feel like going to bed early puts you in a place where you can wake up earlier and just making sure that I set myself a limit, like go sit down and be done at 10. Like there's been multiple nights this week. I've stayed up till one o'clock in the morning, majority of the nights. And I still wake up at seven or eight in the morning and I've been dragging and I'm like, okay, well, hello, you're barely sleeping. Like, also I'm the person who needs a lot of sleep. So with all that being said, just kind of focusing on that, I've realized to-do lists are really helpful for me. So continuing with that and just 
the steady pace. I think my goal going forward is just to also, yeah, focus on the sleep thing because I've been so freaking tired. When When is the last time you drink coffee throughout the day? Oh, well, it depends. Let's say on an, like a, on, a, yeah, <laughs> on an average day during bar studies, when has been the last time you had caffeine? Okay, well, last night I literally drank it like when we came home. From well, that that's was like the at 6 problem PM. there. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I don't. I'm pretty sure I don't know where I read it. You guys yeah. can like fact check me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's like don't drink coffee past 3 p.m. Yeah. Um, or oh, else right. you'll have trouble sleeping. So how about this? A goal for you yeah. is past 3 p.m. At 3 p.m. you can have your last sip, okay? Three for at more. least this next few days, and just see how you feel. See yeah, maybe yeah. if you can go to bed. Also, the for me, what I've been doing is not getting on my phone before bed notorious girl for getting on reddit before bed <laughs> can't do that anymore i did go on reddit the other night though i i did Admitting and it. <laughs> i did go on reddit the other night and it was just to creep on the bar exam reddit and see how people are being yeah and i was fine i didn't like get scared or anything so it was good and then i shut it down deleted the app good i was gonna say let's not get back on there again because it could develop into something worse right all right guys well we will talk to you again next time Bye. Bye. Hi, guys, and welcome to Bar Journal episode number two. Um, it is officially Sunday the 12th. Sorry. <laughs> June 12th. Um, as you can tell, we don't really know what day it is. I feel like that is a part of bar studies, just to be 100% honest with you guys. Um, you never really know. Is it Friday? Is it Saturday? Like all the days start to blend together. It's kind of like that movie Groundhog's Day. So it is June 12th. And Samantha, what are your thoughts on bar studies as of late? Well, I think they're going fine. You know, overall, it's not like, it's not like I want to, you know, off myself or anything like positive vibes you know um that being said once we started hitting i think like all of the subjects essentially for the mbe it was a little overwhelming because it was like oh my god this is a lot of stuff like how am i gonna remember it all Mm -hmm. but you know as you repetitively look at it it starts sticking in your head um so that has been good because i was freaking out a little bit um, and then also I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I don't think that if you have Barbary, that's the only thing you can use yeah. to understand this all. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, the way, just a few comments on what you said first, and then I'll share how I've been feeling, but basically I totally agree with you on the fact of like freaking out and being like, why is this so hard? Why am I getting these wrong? I definitely felt like that this past few days, if not week, a week four was a little hard for me. Um, And I think that it's all about trusting the process. It's something you really have to lean into, I guess, in this period of time (laughs) is just trusting yourself, trusting that you know how to study best. digging into the areas of law that you're missing and you just need a little bit more help on and it will pay off. You know, like you told me many times it's early in our process and 
um, while we are at the halfway point, you know, this is like grueling to get up there. Like you said, there's so many topics. So um, I guess just how I've been feeling a little bit uh, more, I don't know. It's been interesting just because this has been our longest period to work fully, like um, school, I guess, related. I guess that's why people say like the bar exam is so, bar exam studies are so one in they're one of a kind, you know, because most times for finals, like we would, you know, study for three weeks and we'd really like hanker down and, you know, I would work all day. And, um, now, like I said, we hit that four week part. We're about to go into the fifth week and it's just like, I was feeling a little bit, um, lax, lackadaisical, a little bit like, Oh, this week, you know? And, um, I guess it's just been like that steady climb, lots of like feeling like I'm getting kicked on my ass and then having to pick it back up and like keep running up the hill, you know? We'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. Speaking of thrillers, I know you are currently hooked on Never Lie by Frida McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go, whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. Yeah, I think that once we get over the six-week mark, um, when we only have like four weeks left, I think then we're going to feel good. I think we right now, we're just processing everything. That's what I'm trying to say. Like you said, we're kneading the dough, (laughs) playing with the Play-Doh. We don't need to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And so it's definitely something, like you said, like when you get wrong answer on a multiple choice or something, it can feel like a little, you know, pang in the heart. But you're learning by getting it wrong. So that's how I like to see it. Yeah. And I think too, for me, like just honestly, like in this moment, it's not really even like the multiple choice. Like I'm kind of used to getting the shit beat out of me by those. Um, It's essays. It's like when I mix it up, when my organization isn't good, whenever I like got some of the issues, but I didn't get it all. And I just know that's like the perfectionist inside of me. And like, yeah, I lean into that, but I also have learned a lot about self-compassion and 
how to like give myself a little grace and like try to find the silver lining in this entire process because it's so easy to focus on the negative and like be really angry with yourself, which don't worry, I have. (laughs) Um, But with all that being said, I wanted to this time as we hit that halfway point, like you're saying, as we like go over the hill, you know, I was kind of talking with you and thinking like, it's like a mountain, you're climbing a mountain. And then after this, it's like, we're downhill skiing, you know? Um, And I can go first if you want, but what would you say is your why? Like, why are you studying for the bar exam? We already graduated law school. We already went through that process. You know, this is a whole nother step, right? And I think it's really important to just like verbalize um, why you're doing it. It doesn't have to be super deep, um, but it's like also, you know, something that... I think you can hold on to on the really hard days whenever you're like, oh my God, why the hell am I here? And why do I keep getting the shit beat out of me? Okay. So do you want me to go first? Okay. So I've cheated, obviously. I've done this exercise. So I am going to share with what I first, like when I first was approached with this idea, what I jotted down. And basically um, I said, you know, why? Why are you studying for the bar exam? To prove to myself I can do anything. And at first I had hard things written down. And then I scratched that out and I was like, bitch, you've already done that. <laughs> you already went through law school. You already graduated college. You already have gone through heartbreak and heartache, you know? Um, to prove to yourself that you can do anything. Like literally put your nose down and you can do something, right? Um, I'm also studying for the bar so I can work in the courtroom and be a litigator. Right. You know, we've talked about JD preferred and different things like that. But at the end of the day, I know that's what I want to do. I want to be a litigator. I want to be in the courtroom. I want to use my voice and talk a lot for my clients and things like that. And that requires passing the bar exam. And then finally, I was like, what is the reason I came to law school? You know, what was it that really made me? think, okay, this is what I want to fight for. And I'll never, and it ultimately is to argue and fight for women and for women's fundamental rights. There, you know, I've leaned into employment and a part of that comes with harassment. And there's been a lot of um, things in the past that have made me think, oh my gosh, like I would love to do that before I even thought about going to law school, but in post-grad, right? And ultimately, that's why I'm studying for the bar exam. So I can fight for those people so that I can speak on their behalf in many different places and be an attorney while doing that and be able to, you know, grow with that. And also, with more thought about it, I thought to myself, okay, Haley, yeah, these are like a lot of other people, you know, like you said for yourself, you can do anything, but what else? And I was like thinking... And I found this picture of myself where I'm a little girl and I'm wearing, it looks like my dad's like glasses. And basically I'm looking at a little document Mm -hmm. and I just look so studious and smart. And I think from my whole life, that's all I've ever really wanted to be. I didn't want to be the most beautiful. I didn't want to be the most skinny. I didn't want to be the most fit. I just wanted to be the smartest. I wanted to be someone who people could rely on and look to when they had questions about life and being a lawyer is part of that. So 
(laughs) I'm getting a little emotional, but I'm studying for the bar exam for me to show myself I can do anything I set my mind to, to show young women out there that they can do anything they set their mind to. I'm doing it for young girls like me in that picture who don't want to be Indians, but want to be the chief. I'm doing this for, to fight for women's rights and put myself and my future family in the best place possible. And it's like, I know that my boyfriend, my family will love me even if I don't pass, but it's like those days when I'm thinking, do it for, do it for that girl. That's you, but that's the younger version who think about if you could like (laughs) go back in time and tell that person that, you know, what would they think? They'd be so proud of you. So feel that and lean into that. And that is my why. So I'd love to hear, obviously, you know, I've had time to think about that. So I don't want you to feel like you have to go into so much detail, but whatever you're willing to share, I'm sure people would appreciate. I would say that my main why is the fact that it's like a challenge to myself. You know, I had imposter syndrome heavy during, I would say, probably my whole academic career now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of like the last step, you know, to prove to myself that I did it, you know. Um, And I was able to go through law school, which I didn't at first think I was going to be able to do and did that. So it's kind of like I can I know I can. Right. I think that's my main motivator, just proving to myself that I can do it. And I think second would be knowing that I have financial stability after passing the bar. I think for me, um, that's a huge thing that um, I worry about is like, if I don't pass, I'm not going to have a job and then I'm going to be broke and then it's going to be horrible, you know? So for me, the financial stability of having a job and all the perks of that, I'm really looking forward to. And then I would say just being able to finally work in the career that I've been wanting to work in forever. I mean, we've been interning and I keep on saying, oh, I just wish I could be an attorney already. I'm already doing all the attorney things, but like not officially, you know, like passing the bar is just that one thing to make it all official. So yeah, that's my why. I love it. I mean, ultimately it's, we have the same thing, right? Like to prove to ourselves that we can do anything. And I mean, we really can, but like we said, ultimately sum it up, we want to do specific things with our degree and that requires to be licensed. So awesome. I love that. I love that. I hope that you guys love it as love it as well. So what have you been doing since last time we talked? Obviously it was the very beginning, one one week in. Now we are, it's been like three weeks, almost four weeks, maybe. Um, I feel like we have much more of a routine. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? So for the first two weeks, I would say I was working at home and like at coffee shops. And that was great, I think, for like the beginning when things aren't as intense because I think the first week of bar prep is like oh this is such a breeze like oh this is the rest of the summer like that's fine you know um and then it picks up obviously like a snowball going down like an avalanche and then um 
And then I would say that it picks up a lot because if you're doing a big box prep program, they're going to ramp it up on you with lectures. I personally hate the lectures. I think they're a waste of time. I'm watching them anyway. So just know that I'm doing it not wanting to. Um, I really like the adaptive art lectures. Hashtag we love John Grossman. Um, You will be hearing a lot more about him in the future. Hashtag this season. Um, But I think that there's just like, I've learned that there's smarter ways to work. Um, And I know that from the beginning, we've been very hesitant to like follow the exact thing our school has been like telling us to do because, you know, we don't trust anybody. Um, Why would we? (laughs) Um, So we've been doing, I think, um, a hybrid Barbary, really. Like I've started like, yeah, I'll do the Barbary essay, but like I'll do a normal essay right after. So I'm not cheating myself because I know that like, the Barbara, the Barbary essays are so intense and like long. So if you're listening to this and you were like, Oh my God, like why are there 15 rules in one essay? It's not like that in the real world. Every, I mean, from the essays I've seen that are like official essays, like it seems like every question has like one or two rules and that's like it. Okay. You need to know how to talk about it. So don't let Barbary scare you. I think that it can definitely scare you. Um, and yeah, just like lean into it. Work, know what works for you. You know, um, the commercial bar prep programs are definitely something that um, a lot of people rely on, and it can bite you in the butt. So yeah, I have definitely been doing. Yeah, I guess you could say just like a huge conglomerate mix of. A lot of different stuff. Um, it's taken me a few weeks to figure out what exactly works for me and how I learned the law best. Um, practice and intentionally reviewing every answer that, that I practice is key. Um, what was it the other day? It was like being intentional studying or something like that. I don't know. Some word I used. It sounded really good at the time. Can't remember now. But um, basically, that has been my entire goal. So, yes, I watch the Barbary lectures too. And yes, I'm just like, oh my gosh, these take forever. Um, I've gotten better about being able to like go through the whole thing or like push myself. I think this has really taught me to like just be like sit down and do the work, like my inner monologue, you know? Um, But I definitely have also learned when I am most productive, when I, you know, like, for instance, just if I get up and do something before, I also, okay, I was thinking about this before and I wanted to share about this schedule, like you were saying, that you have to really get into, right? And everyone will say, like, find your schedule. And you're like, what the hell does that mean? And it basically means that you have to figure out how you can get, you know, six to eight hours in a day. And for me, that didn't mean like a nine to five job. That's just not how that worked for me. And I really like leaned into operating more with my workflow and just like, like my natural rhythm, I guess you could say. And I realized that going for walks, being outside in between things really re-energized me and helped me do better. So I've kind of had like this rotating list of things that I'll do from literally like 
when I make my lunch, watching TV, like watching something that's funny or that I like am looking forward to to kind of get my mind off of it. And then uh, taking a nap, <laughs> genuinely, like a short little nap um, can be so nice because sometimes my brain is just so exhausted. And then going for walks, like I said, me and Duke will go outside, go for walks. I'll get on the phone with someone, my friends, my family, someone that I know supports me and loves me and just like talk with them, Um, which is good because it's time to like check in with people. And then um, working out. Obviously, I have my bike at home and I'll hop on there with Miss Robin Arzon, who is an attorney but works at Peloton now. And I just am so inspired by her like every single freaking time. So yeah, I that, rotate those in based on how I'm feeling. Um, because I've realized it's so, so important for me to get that energy uh, to just be able to do so many essays. I've also thought to myself like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to do six of these. Oh my God, I have to do two of these, you know? And whenever you really... Uh, put all your effort into an MPT or all your effort into an essay or two and review the answer fully and write it out and all this stuff. It takes a lot of energy. So you just learning that and like how you best operate um, has been very, very eye opening for me. And uh, I also enjoy it though. I think it's something that like, I never really thought I would need an experience and like even have to think about, you know? See, I think that's why it's also important to figure out the way you study best. You know, um, I am very opposite than that. You know, I wake up early and I will go for a few hours, like hours and then take a short break and then go and then I'm done, you know? So, um, cause if I take too long of a break, my brain will get tired and then I'll be like, I don't want to work again, you know? So, um, it's always nice to hear different styles and also it's not, it's like, okay to do something not traditional, right? Like unconventional, like do what works for you. Yeah. I mean, also I would say like starting work at 7am is pretty unconventional too, you know? So I mean, and like, don't get me wrong. Like I set my alarm, I get up at 630. It's just all about like putting myself in that good mindset in the morning. And honestly, like, if I don't have a call or if I don't have something in the morning, then I set my alarm to start work at 8 a.m., which is like a lot for me. I don't usually do that. But again, going back to the point of like, you have to get the hours in and like, there's only so many hours in a day. And um, yeah, you just have to like get up and start working. Like there's so many times where I'll like procrastinate because it's just like, I don't want to do it. And it's like, yeah, no one fucking wants to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, just get up and do it. So I think it's really helped me too with just like starting off the morning with the multiple choice questions. I can like sit on my couch with my iPad and do it. And it's like, drink my coffee and I don't have to be so um, regimented. You know what I mean? I I get really bored. You know what I'm saying? And I, I remember like studying for the NPRE, just being outside and doing multiple choice and like uh, flashcards, you know? It was just something that I really like enjoyed. And that's something that I'm trying to just lean into as I go forward. It's just like, it's summertime. It's beautiful. Sometimes, sometimes it's really hot, but just being able to, yeah, like you said, the different types of things. And I'm definitely one of those unconventional people. Um, 
But also, yeah, I wanted to just say that, like, I definitely, it's not like I don't um, start early in the morning or anything. I guess whenever I say I lean into, like, my natural rhythm, it's more like, what time and what part of the day do I do certain things, right? I don't necessarily start out with the first thing that Barbary gives me. Um, sometimes I don't even go to Barbary, you know, and that's been something like really learning self-discipline and like having a regimen for myself, you know, has been really, really trying because I feel like I just need validation. I'm like, is this right? Am I learning? And then whenever you like fuck up on essays or get every single multiple choice question you do wrong, but two, you're like, oh my God, guys, I think I'm dying. You know what I mean? You're just like, I have to call Samantha and she has to talk me off the ledge. So that is just, uh, yeah. I mean, I also share more about like what times you do things and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, um, I'm pretty much using the same way that I studied in law school. So, you know, writing things out, um, reading lots of outlines and writing out outlines, writing out flashcards. But I usually start, um, I'm an early riser. And so I get up at like 6.30. If I don't work out beforehand, I'll start at 7 if I'm at home. If I'm not at home, go to the school, start at 7.30. I like starting early because then I find that like before lunchtime, I can get like a majority of my hours in and then I feel like, okay, I can kind of like chillax after lunch, um, like take my time studying, like memorizing or doing not like the grunt work, you know, Um, like the lectures and the heavy stuff. Um, And then I'll do like multiple choice in the afternoon because I find that's less, you know, taxing. So that's how I've been scheduling my days, usually done by like three or four. And then, yeah, I just take the night off, maybe look at some flashcards before bed. But um, yeah, I find for myself working in the morning is when I have the most focus. Um, Definitely not a night owl, (laughs) opposite from that. Yeah, that is absolutely true. And that is where we are very different, I would say, because... You know, I definitely get some sorts of energy towards the end of the evening. It just depends, though. I remember last time whenever we sat down, I was like, Samantha, I can't go to sleep. And she's like, stop drinking coffee after 3.30. And that really does help, right? Um, But there will be nights where uh, the anxiety just gets me. And I'll be in my office and I'll look and it'll say... 10 30 and I'll say okay I have to go to bed because I have to shut it down and but also there's other nights where I'm so exhausted that I'm like a pass out on the couch at night so it's just it depends but like I said about that natural rhythm in college did you ever pull any all-nighters ironically enough only for my media law class okay see I have purposely made it a goal of mine to never have to pull an all-nighter in college, I would never stay past, you know, nine working on something. Cause I knew that if I, and I guess that's why I forced myself to do it early. It's because if I find myself that I'm working super late and I'm not getting it done, like I get more anxious. Cause I'm like, I should have had it done earlier. You know what I mean? So that's, I think what drives me to like my anxiety. So no, no, well, I guess it means like, I mean, in that situation, that would be like if something was due the next day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I genuinely just don't think that like 
you can stay up late. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would be like only if we're like going out or yeah. something like that, or you have like intentions to do that. Um, you're a very intentional person. You like really think through like everything you do. So, I mean, I'm not surprised that you like have, a, I mean, also you're like, I would love to be in bed by nine o'clock or eight yeah. o'clock. You were like seven o'clock the yeah. other day. You know what I mean? So like, I think that that also helps you be able to like wake up and have your morning. And I know a lot of people are like that. And a lot of people think that way because unfortunately people who are morning people who stay up like it totally throws a wrench in everything so it's really hard to set back and get back on um the rhythm of things right Mm -hmm. so that's why I think it really helped me to like because I mean I you know me I can Mm -hmm. stay up very very late Mm -hmm. and also I mean let's be honest though if I drink caffeine I can stay up Mm -hmm. for 24 hours you know what I mean like that's just kind of like wired person I am but also it's just really interesting to me about the fact that um I mean I think takeaway it's good to start early like you said it's kind of like when you have to do a really long drive right I just want to get it over you just want to get it over with yeah and I totally get that and I think that that's why I have set my alarm and it says get your ass up and set your alarm start it's time to fucking start working. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I have to tell myself that because that's just not my natural. Um, and same with like, uh, you know, making myself go to bed. Like it's, it's definitely, but your body appreciates it and your body appreciates eight hours and, um, you're well rested. And Example, I think Example: last night I did not go to bed. It's, it was Saturday last yeah, night. I saw so. that you're awake at midnight. Yes, because I'm a psychopath and it's really not because I was doing anything. I was watching Real Housewives of New York and then like John fell asleep. And then before I knew it, it was like midnight and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so late. And then I was like, oh, I saw something on Reddit. And it was See, like, I think you can stay up. You I know can what I mean? when I, it's like, it's like I a sleepover. Think, <laughs> but it's also like, I knew that I didn't really have a wake up time. Like I didn't, yeah. I knew I didn't have an alarm Sunday. So I think that's like when I know that I have to be up early, like, I don't know. I just... I'm psycho. Um, so I knew that I didn't have to necessarily wake up so early today. Um, you didn't have to be ready to go by 730. Exactly. Because we had an appointment, <laughs> you know, 930. Um, You're like, that's perfect. Yes, I have some time to yes, relax. Because I was going to do an MPT uh, this morning, but then I was super tired. I was just like, I need to sleep because John decided to wake me up at 630. So I got six hours of sleep. You're going to need a nap. And yes, I already took a nap. <laughs> I took a nap at seven and woke up at nine. And I was like, hey, I need a few more minutes. <laughs> like waking up because I just need my sleep. Like I cannot yeah. function without my sleep. Um, like literally my brain, I feel like it doesn't work. Like I forget things. Like I, I know how my body works best. So, you know, we're all about leaning into what works best for the bar. And if that means I have to go to bed at 6 p.m. sometimes, like, so be it. I think sometimes it's just like you're so tired. Like you do want to go to bed that early. I mean, my yeah. brain hurts so bad. Yeah. I called my mom the other night and I was like, mom, I finished studying at like five. And I was like, I just wanted to crawl into bed and go to sleep till the next day. And I think that's why like you crawl into bed and turn on housewife, right? Like I know that that's both something we lean into and we just like, ha ha ha. And we're like, oh my God, they're fighting about this. This is hilarious. <laughs> about everything. I'm like, wow. This is so great. I love the fact that your life is in shambles because my life is in shambles too. Like, you know, you're just watching it, enjoying it, laying in bed, relaxing. I think at the end of the day, that is on my list yes, of things that I yes. use. And, and I, it's needed. I do. Um, I think I've, I've, my relaxed time, it's very hard for me to relax, as you guys know. 
Yeah. And I've had to like make an intentional, you know, thing Mm -hmm. to relax. But I have found that part of my relaxation means anti-anxiety. And part of my anti-anxiety means checking Reddit bar exam thing. Um, Just so I feel like I'm not alone. I don't know. And um, some, it just makes me feel better because if you guys go on there, I'm praying for some of you. There's some of you who literally like are like, I'm going to start studying next week. Am I going to be okay? Like, I'm sure you're going to be fine, but that's anxiety inducing to me. I mean, you literally just said you couldn't pull an all-nighter because that saying. gives you anxiety. That's what I'm saying. And like, so when I see that, I'm like, okay, I'm good. I can go to sleep now. I'm, I'm better than them. You know, like it's just it's like, like your own version of like my little meditation thing. That's like, you are okay because you started early. Like it's like you're on Reddit. You're like, you are okay because they started four weeks late. No, like, but also like think about it. I mean, if, even for yourself, because you're okay because you started early yeah. like think about yeah. it when you see that you're like okay i'm good i'm good yeah. i can so sleep well. if you are you know gonna take the bar exam because by now we've already taken it <laughs> um that's good when you, when you, yeah right and that's crazy um yeah it was a blast guys and we did great um but anyway february 2023 if you're gonna be taking the bar and you want you feel like oh damn is that, can i relate to anybody and you don't have anyone to talk to Scroll through that Reddit and you feel so much better. Promise. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I would say my goal going forward is to keep onward and upwards. Um, hang in there. And yeah, I mean, it's about to be downhill skiing time. And that is crazy to me. It's going by really fast. Honestly, I didn't even realize we hadn't recorded in like three weeks. It's just been a blur. Honestly, like Haley said, like the days literally do muddle together. Um, It's honestly, I'm shocked that it's already over halfway. (laughs) Seems like Um, I'm telling you, time does not stop for the bar exam. And it just keeps on rolling faster than ever. So it sure does. All right, guys. Well, we will talk to you again next time in a few weeks. Hey, guys. We're back. And it is officially week nine of our Bar Studies adventure. I'm Haley. And I'm Sam. (laughs) And we're here. And we're surviving, okay? Um, It's July 10th, so we have two weeks left, basically, until the bar exam um a lot has happened since we last recorded uh it was june 12th i believe sometime in june when we recorded and um yeah do you want to like maybe share some stuff that happened while we were studying for the bar that may have been like really intense of course so there were a few constitutional changes per scotus opinions One of the biggest was the overturn of Roe v. Wade and the fundamental right to abortion, which we learned this summer in bar studies. So that's no longer longer the law. Also, Miranda rights were substantially changed. And uh, yeah, and with all that, um, the NCBE posted on their website that we were to disregard the summer opinions and just go on with life as we had learned it thus far. So that made us definitely think, okay, um, they're testing us on something. So we are anxiously awaiting to see what they're going to test us over. 
One little um, note for my Florida bar takers. I know you've already taken the bar at this point, but uh, I know that the Florida bar examiners announced that you guys had to like know like whatever law was enacted the day of the bar exam. Like you need to know that law for the exam. And that's like really sucky um, because like there's a lot of new laws coming out. So just, you know, you're in my prayers. Yeah, that's terrible. I can't believe that. So what would you say has surprised you so far in the last four weeks since we last chatted? Um, I'm surprised that like lectures were done so early, I felt like. I don't know. Um, I didn't realize I was going to have so much time on my hands. Not so much time on my hands. Like I'm saying that in air quotations because there's like no time on my hands. <laughs> but like in if I was a normal person, there's time on my hands to do like a lot of practice. So I'm trying to like um, give into that and know that I'm going to get a lot of practice. And yeah, I mean, honestly, the past four weeks have been harder than the first four, you know, um, a lot of material thrown at you, especially with the MEE subjects. And, you know, we did take a lot of these classes, almost, I think every single one of them, except conflict of laws in law school. So it wasn't like we were learning and everything from scratch. Um, so I take comfort in that. But still, you know, it's a lot to grapple your mind around. And I think it's just part of the process, you know. It's a little overwhelming, but you got to do it. Absolutely. So like you said, you know, what's happened since the last time we talked. Um, we were about halfway last time we were about to start our our, uh, fifth week and um in that time we've taken a practice test of 200 mbe questions and that was a really trying moment i know i felt really shitty about myself after that and um i know that i spent a lot of time looking over those questions and making sure I understood why I missed them and writing out note cards. And um, I'd like to think that it helped a lot. Um, My score started to go up and I was like, okay, that's great. Um, But then along with that, as my score went up, I got nervous about what happens if it goes down? Like what happens if I don't do well enough? And I think that, you know, that's just part of the process. But it was right around 4th of July where I really thought, oh my gosh, I have to get my butt in gear. I need to really start dedicating um, full eight-hour days. And that, you know, meant tracking my hours and making sure I was getting 40 hours a week or more. Um, Because I just really felt like, oh my gosh, you know, am I doing enough? And then I'll be honest, as the time went on, then I kind of had to have a hard look back on myself and think like, okay... Were there things that I wasn't doing or I wasn't doing all the way? Um, Maybe I had marked things done on Barbary, like certain essays that I hadn't really done and hadn't really looked at. So I went back and looked at those and I just made a conscious effort to try and reroute the way I was going. And I think with all that being said, it's like you said, it was harder than the first four weeks, but it's also been full of growth and um also a lot of having to trust yourself and really lean into the mindset part of what I think is bar studies and you know just try to remember that commitment plus courage equals confidence 
So if you keep showing up and you keep having courage to show up, because, (laughs) you know, I think a lot of times people think, what's the hardest part of bar studies? And it's literally showing up and not being scared. And it's kind of like when you have writer's block and you just refuse to sit down and do it, you avoid it. Self-sabotage, that's a huge part of this experience. And I think um, no one really talks about that or calls attention to that. So this past four weeks has been full of that. I know I've been really hard on myself. Um, I've had a few... I've cried a lot more this this uh, past time. Um, lots of just like, why? You know, you're just like, what the hell? Um, so yeah, just working through all that. And I just feel like so much growth has happened um, for myself. And I feel like for you, Samantha. So anything you want to share? Yeah. And I just want to validate, I guess, anyone who was also studying for the bar at the same time we are or any other time, really, you know, it can get very overwhelming for us anxiety ridden people. And sometimes you just have to um, take a break, as I've learned that I need to do more often because I'm like the kind of person who just like sits down and I can sit there for like eight hours and just like do it you know but then like my brain hurts a lot and I I shut down you know it's not healthy um so I'm trying to restructure that but I basically had a little like meltdown earlier today when I realized okay there's like two weeks left what like what if I don't perform my best on game day and I just had to you know talk to Haley and John and like we just had kind of like a heart to heart and we're all feeling, you know, the same, like we're not all getting a hundred percent, you know, no one is. And, um, that's okay. And so, you know, just, it's okay to feel, I guess, overwhelmed. It's normal. And I'm trying to, you know, um, John said, uh, give into it and just like, let this process, like he said, no matter what happens on game day, like we gave it our all, you know, and I'm really confident that all of us have given it our all. And I'm really, after today, honestly, I'm feeling a lot more positive. Um, you know, I'm all about manifesting in and I tell myself every morning, like, okay, today is the day where I'm going to study so I can pass the bar and I will pass the bar. Um, so, yeah. I love that. I love that you tell yourself that every day. I think that's really important. I've also learned, and I want to share this with you too, a lot about gratitude and what that actually means and how simply being thankful for so much and so many things that you have as simple as, I'm thankful for my house. I'm thankful for my yard. I'm thankful for my dog. I'm thankful for my mom. You know, it's everything like that, that when you think about it and you really lean into that, that you get that happiness back and you can really use that to harness some energy to keep going because when you think you've done it all you still have 40 percent left so never forget that too and I also um I mean there's been several times during these past four weeks more than the first five weeks where I've definitely felt like oh my gosh if this doesn't go in my favor like I literally don't know how I'm gonna live with myself afterwards you know, um, and that's like not good (laughs) to be thinking like that. Um, so I just want to 
you know, shed light on that too. And that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Like Haley said, you don't die if you fail. Um, but also I know that there's anxiety for us. Like if you have a job waiting, right? Like a lot of us are like, Oh, if I don't pass, like, am I going to still have a job? Like Haley said, probably most jobs give you like two tries, but still it's just a lot of my anxieties. I'm just sharing with you guys. No, I think that's great. And I was having a really hard time a few weeks ago, maybe like two weeks ago, beginning of July, like I said, around 4th of July. And I saw someone who shared just a really great post um, in the legal law school lady lawyers community, Mindful Latina. And I messaged her and I was just like, what's your advice to me? I'm in my last four weeks of studying for the bar and I'm kind of freaking out. I don't, I'm scared of the unknown. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm scared I'm not doing enough. I'm scared I'm not doing what's needed. Like just all these questions of like, what if? And I was really struggling with needing validation at that point because I just didn't know if I was doing okay. And this is what she told me. She said, definitely trust yourself. She didn't just say trust yourself. She said, definitely. She said, trust your instincts. Trust what works for you, even if you're afraid to. It's natural. And one of the best things that she said to me was to play out the worst case scenario for yourself in the exam. Whether it's a hard subject that you get, whether you don't know the law, whether you get something and you just have one of those moments where you just like your stomach drops to your butt and you're like, holy shit. Let yourself go there for a second. Feel those feelings. Just doing it right now kind of makes me scared. And come up with a plan of action for that day. My plan of action, if I don't know the law, is go back up to the facts and dig through there. Figure out something. Use my lawyer brain. And be questioned the answers there. There's three options that aren't it. So process of elimination is your friend. Know that you have to trust yourself. And that's what this exam is all about. And that was some of the best advice I got. And I have had a hard time listening and believing in that. I know it's up and down, up and down, up and down. Good, bad, good, bad. Um, and it's not just like, it's like really high highs and really low lows that you have. So with all that, I just think that we talked it out, like you said, and I reminded you that no matter what, you're still worthy. No matter what, you're still worthy. And I think you have to know that you're worthy of being an attorney when you take that test. And if you really truly believe that, then nothing can stand in your way. And I think that is my goal going forward, saying that, believing it, leaning into that, my attorney voice, my attorney hat, my attorney self, yeehaw. That's how I feel like it's like, yeehaw, we're going to go out here and do this. Um, one more thing I want to share that I really liked too was my mom, she sends me all these videos on Instagram and it was a video of Kobe Bryant talking about self-doubt. And saying how, you know, it's a really peculiar thing because, you know, if you doubt yourself and you've messed it up 
or you're so scared you're not going to win or anything like that. Like, just remember that regardless of what happens, you just have to go to bed and wake up and continue on with life, you know? So don't let it be so scary and it's not some monster that lives under your bed. You know, if you don't pass, like you will pass, you will take it again and you'll pass. It's a test. You ask anyone who doesn't understand what the bar exam is, they're like, it's just a test. You'll just take it again, right? And you're like, yeah, I'll just take it again, right? And they don't understand. But at the same time, like, it's true. And that's why, like you said, we want to leave it all there. We want to know that we did everything we can. And I think that that is part of the unknown that I was describing, not knowing. And uh, when you feel those feelings, you really have to try to lean into the confidence that we talked about so yeah also I think a good reminder that I've had to tell myself is like I made it through law school there's lots of times where I didn't know the law on an exam and I just winged it and I still graduated and with decent grades so like and all of you too you know what I mean because if you graduated that means you got good good enough grades to graduate so um yeah I'm just I think Sometimes I just need um, some positivity. It's really hard to like when you're just by yourself. And like, I'm also living with someone who's also taking the bar. So we can get very bogged down and like the very negative. Um, so yeah, this was a good like therapy set. Thank good. you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we will talk to you in two weeks after we take the bar exam, the bar exam is on july 26th and 27th so we'll see you after that love you guys prayers for us and uh we'll see you on the other side bye bye Well, guys, we are back. It is August, sometime in August. And um, obviously, we took the bar last time we recorded. It was like, what, two weeks? Out yeah, week nine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, edited this before we did the intro and outro so we could like both listen yeah. to it. And listening back, I definitely like teared up a little, mm-hmm. but yeah. So we're definitely interested to hear what you guys thought. I'll just say my overall thoughts was we talked a lot about the days blending together, and I definitely think that they do. I tried to keep track of what day we were on and how many days until the bar and there was a point where I was like I don't even know what day it is or how many days until the bar so that is something that I think a lot of people experience during bar studies is that all the days blend together and all of a sudden it's here it's two weeks out and you're like oh my god it's here so we talked a lot about the what ifs and I think that the what ifs during bar studies live with you no matter what. We talked about it in the first recording, in the second recording, in the last recording. I mean, all throughout bar studies, we talked about, well, you know, what if this happens? Or what if I don't pass? Or what if this shows up on the test? And I think that that's just a part of the process because there's a lot of unknowns 
was studying for the bar and taking this test. Also, I want you guys to know there were a lot of tears and heart to hearts had between me, Samantha, and her fiance, John. I know we wouldn't have probably been able to do this alone. And it was so great to be able to have people together and going through the process together because it's already very lonely and, you know, just one of those things where you sit there and you're like, dang. Is anyone else feeling how I feel right now? And it was definitely nice to be able to talk to each other. And some of us, you know, one day Samantha would be having a great day and I would be having a bad day and she could help me and then vice versa. So that happened a lot. I definitely think that some things that made me laugh were whenever you were talking about how, well, I can just, in recording one, you were like, I can just figure out MBE questions. There's only four answers. (laughs) And I was thinking, I wonder what she thinks about that now. Because honestly, guys, when we took the exam, I mean, we haven't really talked about it. There will be other episodes where we really talk about it more and maybe rant. A little bit more, but it was definitely hard. And we spent a lot of time studying. Now that it's said and done, you know, there were a lot of things that we thought at the beginning that we, honestly we still thought at the end. What if I forget the whole rule? What if I don't know the law? And honestly, guys, there were experiences like that on the bar exam. So, what ifs are and can be real. And I think that's why you live with them. But also, we prepared for them in a sense. And we allowed ourselves to go to that bad place and think, okay, if I don't know the law, what am I going to do? And it it paid off in the end because the questions were definitely curveball questions, the essays especially that we hadn't really seen. We'll talk about the NCBE on its whole other thing. But also I thought it was funny that at the beginning you were like, I got on Reddit for two minutes and then I deleted the app. And then all summer you were looking at Reddit. So I was like, okay, they have to know that... Samantha was on Reddit. A lot of people were on Reddit. And yeah, you talked about it making you feel better. And so I just wanted you to talk a little bit more about that and why you kept getting on there and how you felt and if you thought it was a good idea after all said and done. Yeah, no, I now realize that way more people that I know are on Reddit than I thought, especially Reddit bar exam. Like everybody is on there. It I also think because it's an anonymous place, right, people can really be raw with their feelings and people during the bar exam prep process were really honest about how they were feeling, you know, if they had a bad day or if they missed 28 questions in a row and then, oh, that may have happened to me too, you know? And of course, when you're on like normal social media, no one's posting that they did badly or that they didn't essay. get an essay mm-hmm. question all the way right, you know, but on Reddit, it seemed like people were just more honest with their experiences. And it also was a place where, you know, people would be like, I don't know if I even want to take this exam. I'm getting 40% on my MBEs every single time. I'm just going to quit. And then someone would comment like, hey, you know, I was making 40% and like I passed. Yeah. And then that's a little glimmer of hope. And it's like, okay. This is not the end of the world, you know? So it kind of just brought a more human aspect to it. Because like you said, it's a very lonely process. And yeah, we had each other. But in like, you know, we're not with each other all day long. You know what I mean? You are studying by yourself for like majority of the day. And you are by yourself majority of the day. And it it's just... You know, it's just like one of those weird times where like, you don't necessarily like when I met up with Haley, it's not like we want to just like talk about like the bar necessarily, you know. So going to Reddit was a place where I could kind of just observe what other people were feeling and knowing that I wasn't alone. Yeah. 
I totally agree. And I think you're right. When we were together, we didn't want to talk about the bar. And it's a lonely experience and you're by yourself in the sense that even if you're sitting next to someone, you're with the material on your own. So you're not talking to someone else or about it or anything like that. And at the beginning, especially, we had to really understand and learn the material to be able to even talk about it. And that only came at the very end. And still, like you said, we didn't want to talk about it. We wanted to talk about life and anything else but the bar, just because I think that that was a good thing about our friendship and the ability to be going through this at the same time was the ability to let go and talk about other stuff and just kind of allow ourselves time to rest and make sure and check on each other and things like that. I I think that that was really helpful. And I liked that we talked about our goals and we held to those, you know, I I didn't drink caffeine after 3.30 after we first talked about that, got on a better schedule. I know that you worked good on taking breaks and taking care of yourself. I did just want to say one last thing about Reddit. For anyone who is preparing to take the bar exam in February or, you know, even next July, uh, Reddit has a bunch of free resources that people post on there, like from their study materials. So if you genuinely like if you're in a crunch and you're like, I don't really want to spend nine hundred dollars on stuff go on reddit and like dig around a little bit and you'll find like a ton of materials for free and we are going to compile resources and make those available to you guys as well probably around the end of september sometime so be on the lookout for that and we aren't going to talk about exactly how we studied today or you know (laughs) word for word specifics what we did this is is we're still like decompressing you know when one of the partners came to my office yesterday mm-hmm. he's like are you still recovering i'm like yeah he's like yeah gonna be like that you know and it's like everyone gets it you know like it is like it's literally like you're going for two and a half months mm-hmm. and you're just going 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 and then it just stops yeah and then you're like what my brain is going crazy i'm waking up at 6 a.m but i have nothing to do and then you know you it's just a weird time genuinely i think it's the weirdest time that i've felt you know happy but also very sad and not like sad like you know sad but like uh, like um impending dooms anxiety you know of what ifs you know like just like we had the what ifs about the bar exam there's still what ifs about like my career all the other things right but i do think that we're very lucky that you know, throughout, throughout this process, this process and, and even before we started this process, we were very um, aware that we had to think about this in a certain way, mm-hmm. right? Reframe our mindset yeah. around it because, like, we were talking to one of our guests about how the bar exam can seem like it's life or death, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. It can seem like the biggest thing in the world. And if you fail, like, what else is there? Yeah, I definitely felt like that too. But when you take a step back, you know, at the end of the day, it's just a test. Yeah. And we talked about that in the journal, too, that people on the outside looking in are like, well, you can just take it again. And it's like, oh, (laughs) yeah, I can just go through this trauma again. But in reality, like, if you want, excuse me, if you will be an attorney, you will do it. No, um, I just say that because right before we took the bar exam, a motivational speaker came and talked. I'll link her below. And she gave me this quote about wanting to do something versus willing to do something and just saying I will be an attorney has so much more conviction behind it than I want to be an attorney and uh let's just go ahead and talk about the exam it's two days 
like you guys know, we took it at the Oklahoma City Convention Center. Everyone who takes it in the state of Oklahoma comes to Oklahoma City to take it. A lot of people have to stay in hotels. Luckily, we got to sleep in our own bed, which was nice. We showed up on day one. We bring our big plastic bag. Everyone is in this giant room together with plastic tables that are basically the size of a desk. And as soon as 9.30 hit, 9 o'clock, it was time to go. And they the clock's right above you and they say go and you open up your exam and it is go time, baby. Someone had a heart attack, panic attack at the beginning of the exam. And many people didn't show up on day two. Not many people, but there were desks that were empty and it was noticeable. I think I'm just proud of us two the most for showing up, even though it was hard day one and then it was even harder day two. And I'll be honest with you guys, after the first section of multiple choice questions, I wanted to cry. And one of our friends was like, it's not time to cry. It's time to chin up tits out. Let's go get this done. And then right as soon as the second section ended, I mean, I just started crying because a mix of emotional letdown with thinking, oh my God, that was horrible. I don't ever want to do that again. What if I have to, what if, what if, what if, right? It just starts flooding over you. And luckily I had my friends there to help calm me down and just talk it over with me and let me vent and gripe about what we had all just been through. And they vented and griped with me. So that was really nice. I mean, overall, it was a quick experience. But at the same time, I mean, I've used this word a lot. It was pretty traumatizing. I don't want to scare you guys at all. I just want to be open and honest with you all. It wasn't like anything I had expected. And I thought that I had prepared really well and a lot. And still, I walked out of there thinking, what the hell just happened? And apparently that's how a lot of people feel. Even, you know, a girl that I went to college with that took it in July, 2021 was like, that's exactly how I felt. Just hang in there, you know? And I'm thinking, oh my God, this is insane. So I just wanted to paint that picture for you guys a little bit, just because I know the last time we had chatted was week nine and now we had taken the bar exam and it's been a few weeks. So um, yeah, and I just have to tell you, I don't know why I feel like I have to admit it, but also I feel like it's kind of like a badge of honor that I was like so mentally scarred after that I was crying and Samantha looked at me like the best friend she is and was like, oh, she's about to break down, you know? And I was just trying to hold it together to get out of this, get out of the school, no, get out of the convention center. But I mean, it was, I almost didn't even care at that point. I was like, I don't even care if anyone sees me because I don't even care anymore. Like it was just like, finally it's over. Yeah. I think it was, um, I don't, I, I told Haley, I was like, I don't know. I'm not really showing any emotion now, but I know it's going to hit me just like not now. And it did. Trust me. Like the two days later or whatever, like it was two in the morning, three in the morning, crying my eyes out, calling my mom, you know, it's like you said, I, retweet on the traumatizing every single person that i've talked to that took the bar exam this um this time around said it was traumatizing bewildered mm-hmm. some say but yeah you know we did it and i keep on reminding myself that we went through law school we are juris doctors we may not be able to okay so this is a little side note there's been this debate about whether you can call yourself a lawyer, whether you have your JD, or if you can't. Yeah. 
I've always been told that if you have a JD, that you're a lawyer. And once you pass the bar, you're an attorney. So that's like what I've been saying. Like, I'm a lawyer, you know? But also, like, I guess don't just be screaming off the rooftops that you're a lawyer because you don't want anyone to actually think you're an attorney because, you know, lay people don't really know the difference between a lawyer and an attorney. And that's where the, like, the little ethical dilemma Ethical dilemma, yeah, exactly. You know? So, but in, in, you know, in actuality, you are a lawyer. We know you are. (laughs) Exactly. And you just have to look at all the work that you put in, no matter what the results are. Like, it's, number one, it's just a test. You can take it again, even though it is traumatizing. But you survived. We're here, you know? Like, yeah, it might have taken, like, three weeks to get, like, back to a mental headspace where I, you know, do stuff without, like, wanting to cry. But, you know, we did it. Yeah. And it's over with. We're both, you know... Better for it. Yes. And I am so proud of us for doing the hard work. Like, what I'm saying, like, we put in the work, like, guys, like, we didn't even like go on social media like this entire summer basically like every and if you guys were on our instagram like that wasn't us you know what i mean like we had our amazing intern kate like deal with all of our ladies who law school stuff and um we were just hitting the books literally i know how hard we worked um so i'm just really proud of us me too i really am and i think hard work pays off and we just have to trust that And I hope that at the end of the day, everyone who is listening to this and is going to become an attorney recognizes that, yes, the bar exam might be this monster and we build it up to be this monster, but it is a slayable monster. If you've seen Stranger Things, think about how they killed the Demodogs. Like, this is it, guys. I gave that (laughs) a mental picture to some people while we were studying for the bar. And I'll never forget during the bar, I was like, oh my God, I just got to get back up and stab it again, you know, because it it comes after you. There are points where you're thinking this is going to eat me alive, but you just get back up and you keep fighting. And it gives me chills because that is exactly what this whole experience has felt like. Just constant getting on, being on to the you know, slapped in the face and getting back up. So like a boxing match that you just can't lose. 12 rounds. I mean, 12 long rounds. Wow. And actually it was 12 hours. So <laughs> there you go. If you think about it. Like it was a freaking long time. Yeah. Like half a freaking day of just like intense mental stamina and like focus and reading the fastest you've ever tried to read and trying to pull out like, and type just the in, like, yeah, yeah, just like trying to pull out the law. Like, all of the laws um and i yeah we're we're definitely gonna have more episodes where we go into depth about the whole thing and this is just really i mean we've talked about 18 minutes probably at this point um but as you can tell there's a lot to talk it was yeah it was a long summer and like there's stuff to talk about and you guys just got a glimpse into our journal and that was our raw feelings and you know we had no idea what was like waiting on the other side but now we do yes you know we hope that now you guys do too and as always you know we just want to be able to give you a little glimpse into what it's like you know this is in no way a map to how to survive the bar or how it's going to be for you or anything it's just a guideline it's just something to look on and we hope that you know like I said, you might be thinking just like I was, just like Samantha was, that this is such a scary thing. Like, how am I ever going to do this? But it's doable. And that's what we want you to remember and take out of this 
if anything. So we love you guys and we hope that you enjoyed hearing our experience. I know there were some points when I was listening and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm choking up a little bit. So like I said at the beginning, we are interested to hear what you thought about our experience. Yeah. And if you have any particular questions once results come out we'll be able to talk more freely about like actual bar exam material and like all that kind of stuff because we have tons of opinions yeah but as of right now we can only talk about our experience the outside aspect of the test um but you guys will get all the deets we promise like our we've always wanted to be super open with you guys when it's good and when it's bad and the bar exam it wasn't i'm not gonna say it's bad because like I, I'm grateful that we got to take the bar yeah. exam because that means like, you know, we, we graduated law school, yeah. but I'm not going to say that it was good either. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, there's good and bad, yeah, right? It's sure. a mix. It's a, it's a in-betweener. <laughs> Love that in-betweener. All right, guys. Well, as always, make sure and check out our Ladies Who Law School merchandise. Get on our website. You can find it in, in the link in our bio or go to ladieswholawschool.com to buy your Ladies Who Law School merchandise. Also, if you like our show, please leave us a review wherever you listen on whatever platform you're listening on, Apple, Spotify, whatever it is. Leave us a review. We always appreciate it. Yeah. And as always, you can DM us, you can email us, you can message us off our website, which will go to our email. Um, you can personally message us, you know, now that we're working girls and we don't have school anymore, we have a little, no, I'm not going to say like we have like time on our hands because trust me, we don't. I literally had like the longest day of work that I've had thus far um, today. So it's life, but we do not have school anymore. And that's like something to be like excited about, about, you know, like I don't have to read it. Like my law firm is like right across from the law school that we went to and watching all those people. And like, I'm sorry if you go to OCU and you're listening, like I feel, you know, like, I don't want to say like, I'm sorry for you, but it's like, dang, I'm so glad that I'm graduated and out of there, you know, like it's, but you'll get there too. You know, like it goes by in a flash. Trust me. Yeah. A little too fast sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I mean, like like you said, I can't believe we took the bar and we're on the other side of it. And we await our results. All right, guys. Be safe. Stay healthy. And wash your hands. And yeah, we'll talk to you very soon. Bye, guys. Bye.